Welcome to the newest Eden Center podcast, Building Ourselves Through Parsha. Our host, Karen Miller-Jackson, will use the Parsha to explore an aspect of social, emotional, or physical well-being relevant for 21st century life and its challenges. Karen is a certified Matan Moralalacha, Jewish educator, writer, founder of Kivun Sherut, a guidance program for religious girls, and creator of Power Parsha. Consistent with the Eden Center's goal of enhancing women's spiritual life through Torah and Mikvah, Karen's insights, we hope, will serve as a springboard for self-introspection and discussion. How does one increase happiness? This is, of course, easier for some people than for others. But fortunately, a whole school of thought has developed related to this question called positive psychology. Some of the great positive psychologists, such as Martin Seligman and Tal Ben-Shachar, have researched and shown that by using one's strengths and passions and finding meaning in different aspects of our lives, we can increase happiness. Interestingly, some of the findings about how to attain happiness are found in the interpretation of this week's Parsha, Kitavo. The Parsha opens with Bikurim, the mitzvah to bring the first of your fruits in the land of Israel to the Mikdash. When you enter the land that the Lord your God is giving you as a heritage and you possess it and settle in it, you shall take some of every first fruit of the soil which you harvest from the land that the Lord your God is giving you, put it in a basket and go to the place where the Lord your God will choose to establish his name. After we express gratitude to God, the Torah continues, Wherefore, I now bring the first fruits of the soil which you, God, have given me, you shall leave it before the Lord your God and bow low before the Lord your God, and you shall enjoy, together with the Levi and the stranger in your midst, all the bounty that the Lord your God has bestowed upon you and your household. So what is the purpose of bringing these first fruits and expressing such gratitude? The Rambam writes in Morenevuchim, the guide to the perplexed, the reciting of a certain portion of the law when the first fruits are brought to the temple tends also to create humility. For he who brings the first fruits takes the basket upon his shoulders and proclaims the kindness and goodness of God. This ceremony teaches man that it is essential in the service of God to remember the times of trouble and the history of past distress in our days of comforts. According to Rambam, the Bikurim are a reminder to remain humble about our success and to remember that God is the ultimate source of such blessings. Hence, the verbal recalling of our origins as slaves in Egypt, instilling us with humility, appreciation, and generosity. Rashi explains that the Bikurim demonstrated that a person was not kafui tova, ungrateful to God. Taking the first, often most precious fruits, and offering them to God is an expression of gratitude for such bounty. Not taking this opportunity to actively express gratitude would be understood as a lack of gratitude, kafui tova. When first reading this section, it would seem that the giving is one way. God brought us to Israel, so we give of our first fruits to show gratitude to God. 
However, when read more closely, it becomes clear that the giving and benevolence is going in both directions, so to speak. Martin Buber points out that the root natan, to give, appears seven times in Parshat Bikurim. Recurrences of seven in Torah are always significant. By remembering God's generosity and giving back to God, one emulates God and practices generosity. Rav Yaakov Nagen also writes that the giving here is mostly being done by Hashem towards Am Yisrael. God gave us the land, God gave us the fruits, and now we are giving something back to God as an expression of gratitude and simcha. To return for a moment to positive psychology, Dr. Tal ben writes in his book, Happier, that one of the significant paths to happiness is by finding ways to be altruistic while also doing things you enjoy. He writes, we do not need to make a choice between helping others and helping ourselves. They are not mutually exclusive possibilities. In fact, as the philosopher Ralph Waldo Emerson explains, it is one of the most beautiful compensations of this life that no man can sincerely try to help another without helping himself. Helping oneself and helping others are inextricably intertwined. The more we help others, the happier we become. And the happier we become, the more inclined we are to help others. Apropos for this week's Parsha, he also points out that the root nun, taf nun, natan, is a palindrome. The more we give, the more we receive, leading to increased happiness. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs Zatzal, as well, in his book, Morality, cites numerous studies which demonstrate a clear connection between altruism or volunteering and living a longer and happier life. He writes, the connection between altruism, health, and happiness is complex, and it would be wrong to oversimplify it, but there is enough in this research to suggest that the classic conception of happiness still has validity. We do feel better for helping others, for being concerned with the common good for what Aristotle called exercising the soul in accordance with virtue. The Rambam expressed this idea years earlier in the Mishnah Torah regarding the mitzvah of simcha on Jewish holidays, v'samachta bechagecha. The Rambam gives practical guidelines for achieving simcha, eating and drinking and giving gifts to one's family. However, the simcha is only complete when one also gives to those in need as well. He writes, Anyone who locks the doors of his courtyard and eats and drinks along with his wife and children without giving anything to eat and drink to the poor and the desperate does not observe a religious celebration, but indulges in the celebration of his stomach. One effective way to feel simcha and happiness in our lives teaches the positive psychologists, moral philosophers, and this week's Parsha is through giving to others. Wishing everyone a happy week. And a Shabbat Shalom. This podcast is hosted by the Eden Center, whose goal is to reinvigorate the ancient female ritual of mikvah as a sacred space for women and use it as the natural platform it is to connect to Jewish women's health, well-being, and healthy relationships, enhancing Jewish women and family life. We invite you to visit our website, www.theedencenter.com, to learn more about our work in making mikvah relevant, welcoming, and meaningful. This episode is recorded by Karen Miller-Jackson, edited by Micah Shore, and is a product of the Eden Center. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider sponsoring a podcast in dollars or shekels at bit.ly backslash E-D-E-N-P-O-D. Additionally, give us a five-star rating, share this podcast on social media, and encourage others to subscribe. 
We welcome your feedback by email at podcasts at theedencensor.com.